Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Danny. Join me as we go deep into God's Word, as we discover the hidden gems and hidden treasures that God has made available to us all if we would have but ears to hear and eyes to see. As you come with me on this journey, let's explore God's Word and see what He desires to show and tell us in our day. This may be your first time or the next time, but I welcome you here. Let's dig in and see what the Lord has for us today. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 13. Today's going to be a slightly different um, episode, perhaps the normal definitely should be shorter than some of them have tended to be. And it's going to come from a lesson that the Lord showed me on my way to work, actually. I had just recorded some things that the Lord kind of put into my heart. And so I have that I have that written down. But before we get into it, uh, I first want to welcome everyone who's tuning back in, um, who's maybe followed along on this journey, and potentially those who are just now checking it out. I, I welcome you here. Um, I'm thankful that you've taken the time out of your day to see what what maybe you can draw from what the Lord is sharing with me as I as I put that out there. Um, I am just I continue to be blown away by the the grace that that God has given for this word, this message to to go out all across the world. I, mean, I think we're uh, uh, it's around 13, 14 countries now that this is breaking into. So I'm just infinitely thankful for that and how the Lord is growing it and using it. Uh, next bit of information that I want to pass on is, um, you may not know, but there's a Facebook page um, I'm not really great at promotion stuff, um, something that I continue to work on, but um, yeah, it's a Facebook group page, and it's the title of this podcast, The Bible Study Podcasts, with an S, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S, The Bible Study Podcasts. Um, that is a Facebook page that I created, and I would really love for all of you um, across the world, and especially in the countries that you are are housed in, I would love for you to. Um, I've, I've created a post. I would love for you to comment, tell me where you're listening from. I would love to put faces to some of these statistics that the podcast platform makes available um, as a resource. So, um, although I don't know expect exactly where you're where you're coming from. I do know countries and that's, that's just been phenomenal. So check that out. The, the, the Facebook page, um, the Bible study podcasts, and you'll see the thumbnail, uh, as the same thumbnail as this uh, podcast. So it should be easily to recognize. Uh, the next thing is there's, there's a website that I've started and, and it's, um, www.pod page.com slash the Bible study podcasts. So that's pod P O D page P A G E.com slash the Bible study podcasts. That's eventually going to be a place where I can, can kind of get some information out there through it. Some, some things that the, the Lord shares, it's it, difficult to transition into a 
podcast episode. Sometimes they're just short in little nuggets. Um, So things like Facebook group um, and then that webpage will help to kind of push some of that out there uh, much easier than it would be through a podcast episode. So those are two outlets that I really want to be working in and through uh, just to take full advantage of, of the technology uh, because, you know, we're oceans apart, perhaps, but uh, we can be still close in community. And, uh, and I would love to, to get some engagement from, from you who have been along uh, on this journey and maybe those who are just coming. So um, enough of that. Today, I am sharing something that came to me. I was driving to work a couple days ago and and it was really it was really birthed out of prayer um so i recorded what the lord shared with me as i just spoken into uh into my recording but i transcribed it and so i i want to kind of go through that um so it'll be a shorter episode than than typical but i do believe it is very meaningful and um, encouraging to to the body of christ so as I was in, in driving to work, I had this revelation. And during the past three days, the Lord has had me not listening to preaching. Um, and really, even beyond that, He's limited my like audio Bible listening. I listen to worship music. And so that's been restricted. And it's been a... I would say a time of fasting. And the reason for that is well I do those three things all the time. I listen to preaching, I listen to the Bible, I listen to music. Those are like my three things I'm always in. And and in that I always have this um well pardon the expression this noise going this you know this constant feed of information that I'm hearing I'm processing the Lord sharing with me realities revelations within it I learn from these things that that I experience so it, it's a wonderful thing but he's had me kind of put that on pause and had me step back from that and and why is that you may ask and it and it was simple and he spoke it very clearly to me it was to establish being still before him being quiet before the lord and so it's it's been a challenge um i'll be very transparent on that very challenging to to be quiet before the lord i I drive to work about 45 minutes and those times are typically filled with with worship with with prayer with preaching and I will say that those that 45 minutes has been a challenge. I've found myself in many situations to be kind of somewhat twitchy. You know, when you when the Lord has you fast something that you you always partake of and then you don't have it anymore um, for a period, it's it, it's a bit like, oh, I don't know what to do with my hands. And so, um, I, you know, at the time when I ex- kind of wrote this, um, it was the... It, I was just finishing my first day. And so so now that I've completed this, that was a that was the mandate he gave me. I want you to be still, to be quiet before me for three days. 
And now that I'm at the end of it, um, that's, you know, that's what he told me to do. And, and, and it was, don't play anything. Don't, don't listen to just quiet before me. And so very challenging. And this particular day, as I was driving to work, I began to just talk to him. And, and I was thinking about how badly that we need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And, and so I began to pray. And as I just issued the first few words out of my mouth, asking that he would pour out the Holy Spirit, he immediately brought to my mind the verse, verses, where Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit. Now, I, I didn't remember exactly where it was, so I had to look it up. Um, but I, but I, the words came to mind. And so it goes like this. It's out of Luke um, chapter 11. It starts verse 11 through 13. Jesus is saying, Which of you fathers, if your son asked for a fish, would you give him a snake instead? Or if he asked for an egg, will you give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So there's something here that he opened my mind up to. And literally, this is the first time I've ever had this consideration, this thought, this revelation. So for me, it was groundbreaking. It's the first time I've ever seen it this way. I've always viewed this scripture through the lens or the paradigm of thinking that this is a message or this is a promise for those who have yet to receive the Holy Spirit, to receive what some may call baptism in the Holy Spirit or, um, or even, or maybe what I would term maybe more accurately an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And so that's the lens that I've always seen this verse. But he, he actually doesn't say that. He says, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him now? Contextually and historically, in our context of time, Jesus is speaking. He is in, his midst, he is in the midst of, or the middle of his ministry, and Pentecost has not yet happened. Jesus says, unless I go, the Holy Spirit cannot come. And so he will send the Holy Spirit to be with us forever, with you and also in you. So in the context of where they are chronologically, the Holy Spirit has yet to be given. So in that context, there is... Not you know Pentecost has not yet happened, but I do want you to keep in mind that what he's saying to the people here he's referring to God as their Father. So this word is to believers. He can only be your Father if you're in the family. Okay, and but here we're getting to the new paradigm. So because I used to see this as to those who have yet to receive this encounter with the Holy Spirit, he actually opened my eyes to see in light of my prayer 
You know, my prayer being, oh God, we need your spirit. We need an outpouring upon our people across the land. But before I can even say this, he took me to this verse to show me that will he not send the spirit to those who ask? Now, we're not going to get into the back and forth of, well, there's nothing more to receive past salvation in regards to the Spirit because when you were saved, you received all. Let's just forget all of that dialogue, which countlessly goes on and on. In historical time, we have seen encounters when God dipped his hand down into time. Different revivals throughout both in the United States history, across the world. He increased or, if you will, pulled back the veil and poured out his spirit in a heightened measure where culture was both impacted by the hand of God. These are historical moments in time. And and that is the heartbeat of the prayer of those who want his visitation. Again, the prayer is, it's like a Joel to reality. And he is, as we are believers, those who have come under the leadership of Christ as believers, God is our Father. And if we ask him to give the Holy Spirit, he doesn't say in what context to give it, you know, If you then are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? There's no, there's no framework. Um, There's no restrictions or parameters in which He, Jesus, is, is speaking of giving the Holy Spirit. Now. For the first time, or originally in their first encounter with the Holy Spirit, he says, give. Because there are no variations of giving the Holy Spirit, this text applies to all of those situations. So the great news is this promise that Jesus speaks. He says, I only say what the Father tells me to say. So what he is saying are the words of the Father. So this is a promise that God has issued that he has decreed that if my children ask for the Holy Spirit to be given, then it will be received. He will, he says, if you are evil, and you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? See, there is a stipulation on this. In this reality, the stipulation is that you must ask. And a lot of people miss or don't experience measures of the Holy Spirit They don't experience encounters with the Holy Spirit. I like the word encounter a lot because it doesn't have this loaded sense of whether you have him or you don't have him, but it's encountering him. Just like um, in the temple, 
The deeper you would go into the temple, the more holy the, and the higher degree of presence there would be. So this isn't the more that you know you get deep inside the most holy place, but as you enter into the most holy place, you know, the Ark of the Covenant resides there, the presence of God is there, and, and the um, there was only one particular individual, the high priest, on a certain day, in a certain time, under the right conditions, could this person enter in um, after one, their their own uh, sin has been dealt with through the blood. But it was a particular situation, particular conditions that had to be met before they could enter into this certain place. And the beautiful thing is that now in our day, through the sacrifice of Jesus, we have access to this most holy place. Jesus became our high priest and has made access available to all who would come. We can enter into his courts with thanksgiving. We can enter him. We can enter into him anytime, any place. But we must come into his presence. But just like the tabernacle, the tent, the temple, just like there are degrees of presence that we can encounter... There are two degrees of encountering him in our day. You're like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, let me give you an example in in sense of practical. Um, you are driving in your car and you're in rush hour or you're at your office, your place of business, your cubicle, you're you know, out in the field where you are working. Any place... That is your day-to-day normal routine. And in those moments, in the thick of in your workday or your day-to-day life, you may not experience his presence like, say, you would in the, mid- in the middle of a, um, a church gathering during worship music, during the, the preaching of God's word. There may, there's this sense of, the presence of God seems stronger. But here's the thing. That doesn't mean that he is less present with you in your car ride, in your, um, in the, you know, at your workplace, doing your trade day in and day out. He is always present. So it's more about our the faculties of our sensitivity to how near he is. It's contingent upon our awareness of his presence. And in some of those expressions, they help us to more tangibly, more easily plug into the reality that the Lord is near. He is here. And so there are degrees of presence. And, but, it, but the hindrance is our sensitivity to him. You know, you may be in the middle of, of an argument with your spouse or with your children or um, somebody is mistreating you at work. God is, of, he is present the same degree there in those places as he is in your most intense expression of worship to him 
or in the in the most intense meeting at in your gathering of your church body. And so it's our awareness of him that needs to be fixed. So in those moments when we don't necessarily feel his direct or near presence, but we go into an environment where our awareness is heightened and the veil of his presence is lifted back. We can experience him. We can encounter him more completely and more fully. And, and that, it doesn't, we're not implying that in those encounters, that's the highest degree of encounter. You know, when we, when we find him in this heightened awareness, when we encounter him, we, we can't even possibly imagine the degrees of encounter that lie beyond that place of our greatest encounter. And because he is a limitless God, there is so much more for us to, to discover in him. And we, you know, we who are, let's say we're, you're, you're married, you may or may not be married, but um, any type of relationship that you have, it takes intimacy to increase our ability to know someone. So it's similar to when you're with your spouse, the more intimacy you have, the more personal engagement you have, the better that you know them in any regard. Same is true with friendship. The more intimacy you have, the more personal time you spend together, it heightens your, your, in, your understanding of them, your intimacy in knowing them. It's the same that we seek to experience him, to encounter him, because he's made it available to us. And so by engaging in that, we can know him more accurately, more intensely, and to a greater degree. There's just so much to encounter in him. So this promise that Jesus is giving, is issuing here, how much more will your Father who is in heaven, who is not evil, who is pure, who is righteous and holy, how much more will he give the Holy Spirit to those who asked him? So if you've had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, you've asked, ask for more, ask for fresh encounter. This repetitive asking can, it tells him, he knows all things, we're not telling him anything new, but it tells him it reflects your heart and your desire for new encounter. But, but to receive this, you must ask. Now, sometimes in God's sovereign will, he can invade moments in time in your life where he has just, you've not been seeking him, you've not been asking him, but he's come in and he's impacted you in a very profound way. Well, he has a specific purpose in that. When he does that, when he kicks down the door of your heart and mind and he engages with you in a way that completely changed your life, he has a purpose for that and a desire and a plan. And so when he does that, even against sometimes our will, that's a very special moment that we should be thankful for. But it does take 
asking. And we can receive. So this is a, this scripture here in Luke 11 is not just a promise to those who have yet to receive the Holy Spirit, but it's a promise for those who want to continue to receive encounters with the Holy Spirit. You being evil, though you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? You, know, you, you may have encountered the Holy Spirit. You may have yet to encounter the Holy Spirit in, in ways that you can comprehend, in ways that you can um, express. Now, if, you're, if, you are a, if you have come under the leadership of Jesus, if he, is, if he is Lord of your life, if he has saved the, the brokenness of your soul, then you have the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit living in and upon you. But there are, there are expressions that are available. There are encounters. And, you know, forget, forget all the, the hype around the different, the, the different expressions of gifts of the Holy Spirit. These are wonderful and they're, and they're beneficial and, and building to the body and and personally um, important in our own lives in our in our personal intimate lives, but that all aside, there is a realness that comes in, in encountering the Holy Spirit, and He makes Jesus more real to us. His, his the, one of the primary missions of the Holy Spirit's heart is to to lift up Jesus Christ and in doing so it brings glory to the father and so when when we end this which will happen shortly i i want to to pray for and over those who are listening who hear this and say yes i i either have never encountered the holy spirit or i i, I am looking for a fresh touch of the holy spirit i just feel an urging to to speak that over you um and to by faith believe that there's no there's no barrier, no wall that he can't come through and touch you where you are. And so I'm believing for that. But before we, before we get into that, it's important, though, for one of the major things that I learned in this three days of kind of silence before the Lord is that had it not been for the fact that I was still when he told me to be still and quiet and if I'd have prayed this prayer, would I have even encountered this revelation? I would have filled up so much of of my thoughts maybe with with so much noise that could I have even heard this? So he positioned me to be able to receive this insight. So I want to encourage that with you. Whenever that that God is speaking to your heart, to to take it seriously, to obey. And um it it's for our good. And and so 
that let that be an encouragement to you, especially in the days that we live in. We continue to ask, God, we need to encounter your presence. We need to encounter your Holy Spirit. And he is faithful to, he's always faithful to increase those measures over time, reoccurring proportions. So um, I just want to pray over you now that you would encounter the richness of Holy Spirit in in your personal life and as you go throughout um, your your life and your calling. So, Father, I thank you for your love and your mercy. Your goodness is never ending. Your your tenderness, your kindness, your affection, your goodness, your your justice, your righteousness, and your holiness. There is no one like you. I thank you, Jesus, that you were obedient to the Father. You were obedient even to death on a cross. I thank you that you loved us so much that you you surrendered your place. You surrendered everything that had been given to you to be obedient to the Father so that we may come to know you, that we may come to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, that we may be reunited back into the family of God. So I pray that the words that you've given, I I pray that they produce life and they stir those who have ears to hear into new depths of discovering you. And and Holy Spirit, I ask that that right now you would penetrate the, the hearts, the minds, the ears of those who hear this. I pray fresh encounter of revelation, fresh encounters of 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 experiencing you in the fullness of who you are. I pray that bonds, uh, chains would be broken those who are who those who are blind i pray that they would have sight that they they would have vision unequaled by any of those around them i pray father that that ears that are deaf would be opened i pray that the unlearned would become wise and the wise would become as children in in matchness of the the wisdom of god I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would fill the place where each listener is. I pray that you would anoint them and that you would fill them with the fullness of who you are. I pray joy and peace, laughter and happiness. I break depression. I break thoughts of suicide. I just declare that in the name of Jesus, you are loved. We thank you. Father, we give you praise and glory. And it's through the name of Jesus that we ask this. Amen. So thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. Um, I again encourage you to visit the Facebook page, the Bible Study Podcasts. Uh, look for the thumbnail of this podcast. Uh, you should see it. And I ask you to just comment. Tell me where you're listening from so we can engage in dialogue. Put faces to um, to statistics. Um, visit the the website podpage.com slash 
the Bible study podcasts. Keep an eye out um, for the availability of this uh, book resource that I want to make available uh, free to you, to those who listen and follow here. Um, So just be on the lookout for that. And until next time, we'll see you. God bless you. Thanks for joining me. I hope this blessed your heart and you leave with something special. Let us press in to know Him more. Let us press in to know Him more. And He will find us in seeking and seek us in finding. God bless you.